Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. I'm excited that you've decided to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a huge shout out to teachweeps.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, it is It is run by a basketball coach. For basketball coaches, if you're looking to win more games and save time, teachhoops.com is your answer. Come over and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. All right. Welcome, Coach. How are you today? Absolutely amazing. I know. Summer's ending. Summer's ending. Football season. Football's coming around. Baseball's ending up. Hopefully the Cubs make the World Series. (laughs) No? People actually got back from Chicago. I know that long ago. I know people. Uh, people are going. Doesn't Coach Collins live in Wisconsin? And I know. I'm so confused when I see that hat. Yeah, it's a disease. I just tell people being a Cub fan is a disease. <laughs> it really is. All right, you, <laughs> go ahead. You're not closer to Chicago than you are Milwaukee, are you? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Milwaukee's 45 minutes, isn't it? No. So it I'll is. tell the I'll tell the 30 second story on this. My dad grew up in northern Wisconsin in the 40s, and the only station he could get was WGN. First of all, there was no oh. brewer, there was no team in Wisconsin, and he got WGN on the radio, so that's what he. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. what he listened to, and then you know it's a disease. You pass it on from generation yeah. to generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my son's a Packer fan because I obviously grew up in Wisconsin. So I know I won't tell you. I'm going. I'm going to the. I'm going opening day. Oh, at, at Soldier at Soldier Field. Oh, at Soldier Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they oh, open nice. up on the ninth or something. I know it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Hopefully, one of my players makes the Bears. Jerese Fountain. He's a receiver, so hopefully, he makes it. He's oh, kind of been in and out of the NFL, but hopefully, he makes it so he can. See him play. All right. So today we're going to talk about the five keys to planning a basketball, youth basketball season. Um, so what's the first one, Coach? I'm gonna we're gonna go through these five steps. Step one is what? Just setting your vision. Like right. What framework. Is it yeah, framework yeah. for your vision? Yeah, and your framework for what, what do you want to accomplish in the season? And I think it starts with who are you as a coach? Like, what do you believe in? Are you offensive minded, defensive minded? Are you a type of, you know, do you like run or you like to slow things down? I think it's just important to write that down on paper. Right. Well, and I think it's, it's, it's like, it's like, I always say it's who, what, where, when, how, but what do you want? What do you want to be? What's, what is your specific vision? What do you want these young women or young men to get out of the season? You know? Mm -hmm. Because it's different. Maybe a second grader is going to be different than an eighth grader. Right. Um, but but what are you know, what are the objectives? What are the metrics for, you know, is it just that everyone gets to play? Is it that you win your rec league? Is it that, you know, you become you win more games than you like? Whatever your vision or philosophy is, I think is important to to dive into. 
Um, because that's going to set the stage for everything else. The drills you pick, right? The 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 offense, the defense. How you know? Do you even worry about a press depending on what age group you're in? Uh, yeah, and then even just how you, what you, you know, as a youth coach, a lot of times you only have an hour practice. What are you focusing in on that hour? Right. Right. Well, okay. This is what I'm going to focus on because I already set my vision. I know I only have that. And again, you know, the, the difference I'm a youth coach, you're a high school coach. You know, you're going to spend a lot more time than I am going to on right. this. But just even if going through the exercise and writing that stuff down is, is, is important. Well, well, when I, I, when I would coach my kids, it was like, okay, so I've got two practices. I'm going to have five practices before our first game you know what do i need to have in i need that out of bounds play. i need a press break i need an offense you know all of those things on top of you know making sure the parents know when things are happening um you know (laughs) when we're playing a schedule you know the practices maybe will change because you know there's a snowstorm things that happen during a specific season it's all those planning things that are, you know, as a youth coach, you just, you're juggling a lot of, yeah, yeah. a lot of different things. Well, and I think you, you, the one thing I want to highlight, what you just said too, is that communication to the parents, because if they know what my vision is, then they're, you know, they're not going to, well, they still will yell, but, um, or complain, <laughs> but maybe a little bit less because they know, look, I have an hour. This is what I'm going to be focused on throughout the entire season. This is what I believe in. And these are the three things that I'm going to teach these kids. Okay. Right. Oh, so you're not, why, why aren't they pressing? Well, right. it's not what I believe in. Right. right? Or we so haven't you, had time to put it in. Or we haven't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so they can't complain in the stands as much as they kind of know the direction you're taking the team in. Okay. So that's number one. Number, that's two, number one. Number two is tryouts. Tryouts, <laughs> yeah. Tryouts, evaluations, however you structure yours. And that's Again, you, Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, if you don't know who you're looking for, because, it, you know, if you don't have your vision set and the type of player a little bit in your head, sometimes we don't have a complete choice. But we do have that. I know in our league, you know, we get a number one draft pick. Well, my number one draft pick should fit my vision, you know, if he's going to be defense minor, you know, this kid can score a lot. Right. Right. Um, uh, yeah. But go ahead. What were you going to... No. So what I'm saying is there's two different types of tryouts too, that yes. I've been right. through. Like I've been through the ones that I have to run the tryout and I right. have to evaluate. And then there's mm-hmm. the ones that I just get to sit back and, you know, take notes. And so I yeah. think you have to, you, you, there's so many variables that you have to look at. Can they handle the ball? What kind of teammate, like, so it's so much, I think it's so much harder when you're running it and evaluating than when you're just evaluating. I don't know. Well, and also what pieces do you need, right? Right. When you're assembling a youth team and if you do have a draft, sometimes, you know, but sometimes coaches don't, they just, here's your team. You get this, you get what <laughs> right, you get. Right, right. Um, but let's assume that you do have, you get to pick a little bit, right? Have some, um you have some determination on what that team looks like. I mean, I don't know about you, but number one, I'm picking someone who can handle the ball. Period. Yeah. Even if they're not a great shooter, the youth level, if they can get the ball across half court, that's that's a plus. Number two, I'm looking then and like, okay, I don't care if the kid sits in the corner, but man, he is lights out shooting. 
right now obviously it's nice to have a ball handler and a shooter right that we can right. do everything but a shooter you know someone somebody that can play defense really well and then, then sometimes their size right you kind of want them bigger kids but you know again that always doesn't work out that way but a couple of people that can handle the ball a couple of people that can shoot halfway decent and then you're going to have your eighth and ninth kid right especially in rec leagues that Hey, they're just there to have fun and you get what you get and you got to do the best to turn them into great players. But I don't know how your what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I, I think the factor is like you, you have to think about like, so there's actually three options because you're right. You could be given a team and then how do you Sorry. make those pieces kind of work? Um, so even if you don't have a tryout, you have to move those specific pieces, but the younger, the age ball handling is number one to be honest with you as they get older ball handling still important but then other skill sets as far as like shooting and passing and strength and knowledge of the game so i think it's kind of an inverted curve there a little bit with what's important but um but i watch out for those kids who play soccer because they're not coming to basketball practice sorry but soccer players (laughs) always see the court really well oh they're tremendous athletes just in my I have tongue in cheek on that one. I just had experiences where I pick them as my number one draft pick, but it's also soccer season in the fall and, or they're on a travel yes. team. You know, Commitment level is important too. And it's, it's a little bit easier as they get older to kind of figure that out with the parents and stuff too. All right. Um, well, hold on, hold on. One more thought on that is, you know, more and more coaches, you know, I hear this, they're picking the kids based on their parents as well, right? Oh, I agree. Great athlete, 100%. bad attitude for their parents. Eh, I'm going to, you know, prioritize that person. So something to consider. I hate to even have to bring that up, but it's true. Oh, it's so true. All right. So, uh, so. Sports Social Podcast Network.